Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Beautiful day in Los Angeles. Uh, weekday afternoon, we're recording this mm-hmm. program. It's great, you know. It's a weekday. We're getting some work done, Jordan. Tons of, yeah. We're nose, our nose is to the grindstone. I'm getting uh, an, uh, uh, rhinoplasty. Oh, great. While we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so there might be some – if there's a change in Jesse's vocal quality, it's just because they're hammering a little hammer into your nose bone. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, I just wanted to shave a little bit off. I wanted to be sharp. Sure. I brought in a picture. They asked me to bring in a picture, mm-hmm. and I brought in a picture of Woody Woodpecker. Oh, <laughs> sure. And asked for something like that. Are you – okay, now, in wanting to look like Woody Woodpecker, is this purely cosmetic? Is it purely because Woody Woodpecker is such a, I mean, a, a, a sexual icon? Or do you actually feel like you need to be able to poke holes in trees to store your acorns? Well, I've had, I'm going to be honest with you, if you don't mind me laying it all out. I don't. I've had a hard time finding places to put all my acorns lately. Mm-hmm. Because I've had a lot of squirrels on the property, mm-hmm. and they're getting into my stash holes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's number one. I'm just laying that out there. Number two, the sexual icon issue. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, there are three great sexual icons of the 1960s. Catherine Deneuve, mm-hmm. Twiggy. And Woody Woodpecker. Yeah. I mean, when you see him, you know, hammering at that tree, carving out the, you know, MGM logo or whatever it was that he was carving out, I mean, your mind immediately goes to, what if instead of a tree, that were my genitals? Well, this is what I want. Yeah. When I'm walking, and I told this to my surgeon, we'll introduce our guest here in a second, bring him into this conversation. Mm -hmm. It's an important conversation. What I told my surgeon was I said to him, I want to walk down the street, and when a beautiful woman sees me, she turns, and I hear, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. I want that moment where she knows that you could hammer a hole in her genitals in which you could store an acorn. If the need presented itself. If those squirrels keep uh, keep on upsetting the stash. Our guest this week on the program is uh, the creator of the podcast, The Memory Palace, for MaximumFun.org. He is also a Thurber Prize-nominated author. It's true. And television scribe. That's also true. Um, Occasionally. uh, You say that like you were (laughs) – you think Jesse's going to insert fake credits. Because I'm looking at his nose and I haven't seen the rhinoplasty. Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't gotten it yet. (laughs) I'm getting it. I said I was getting it today. Uh, While we, while we, yeah, we we multitask on this show. Do you see a little tiny hammer yet? (laughs) No, I just. Well, then why would you expect to see the results (laughs) before you see the work? That's what you entertainment industry people never understand. You have to put in the work first before you get the results. It's just, all I see here is a stash hole. (laughs) Jesse's going to be getting rhinoplasty uh, while we record this podcast. Good. I'm going to be uh, making some uh, progress on four picks, one word. 
So, you know, we're all going to be getting a lot done. That's good. No, I'm just glad that I was uh, not doing anything today so I could step in Nate at DeMeo. the last minute when your guest, Taylor Swift, or uh, Nate dropped DeMeo. out. <laughs> Nate DeMeo is our guest. Number one, Taylor Swift did not drop out on us. We dropped Taylor Swift because we were uncomfortable with the racial undertones of her new video. <laughs> That's number one. Mm-hmm. I want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. We had Taylor Swift booked on this program on the basis of the idea that she was America's friendliest white. Mm-hmm. You know, like the white person sure. that you could count on not to get anybody riled up. Right. You know, talented enough, attractive enough, nice hair, as Lindsay, our colleague Lindsay over here would tell you. She'll tell you that in a second. But as soon as things got sticky for our relationship. You bailed? We're out of there. Really? Yeah, we dumped her like a hot potato. We don't need Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift needs us. Is that why you went to your second guest, Attorney General Eric Holder? <laughs> and he's out of town. I know. Yeah. I, it's, the, it's so it's distinctly inconvenient to us. We, I mean, I'm not going to. Nate, we felt like your new music video was very racially sensitive. Oh, you, you like that? Yeah. Do you like the, the thing with the Nez Perce people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. We did. And I like that you shook hands with an Asian guy who then turned around and shook hands with a rabbi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we thought that was great. Right. We thought that was a nice message. Thank you very much. We worked I, on that for a long time in post. I, man. What's the name of the song? Anaconda? <laughs> <laughs> great song. Thank you. And you're, I mean, Listen, I know that you're all about the message. I am. I am. Racial harmony. Yes, and Asians, the method. Right. Asians shaking hands with, you know, others. Others. Uh, Rabbis. But your ass looks great in the video. Thank you very much. It I've been looks, working on that for a long time. Yeah. Um, I went to the rhinoplasty guy and said, uh, <laughs> What can you do for an ass? <laughs> what can I do for an ass? I know you work primarily on the nose. He sent me away. Mm-hmm. It was sad because there was no more work to be done. Sure. Right. <laughs> he just, you know what he said? He, I'm I'm imagining. <laughs> yeah, really? Okay. I imagine he took a nice piece of stationery. Mm-hmm. He wrote, "Dearest Nate." Yes. Mm-hmm. Dearest Nathaniel. Nathan, actually. De- Dearest Nathan, actually. Uh-huh. Real men have curves. Sincerely, Doctor Rhinoplasty. It's terrific. <laughs> Which is a coincidence, Im- a remarkable coincidence yeah. that his surname is Rhinoplasty. Well, you all assume much, you much, assume that that you know it was sort of destiny. Yeah, you know, right. One one would if if that you one day exactly. he would grow up to operate on right. butts. Exactly. Almost as much of a coincidence as the fact that John Wetzel grew up to start <laughs> Wetzel's pretzels. <laughs> Okay, we've got more of this kind of dumb shit coming up in just a second on Attorney Jesse Go. Attorney General Eric Holder. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, girl reporter. Nate DeMeo, Woody Woodpecker expert. It has come to my attention mm-hmm. that some young people may or may not know about Woody Woodpecker. Uh, I'm concerned about that. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to be left out. My recommendation, if you're out there, you don't know who Woody Woodpecker is. Go to your local library. <laughs> <laughs> Read the seven volume seven <laughs> novel series. Go, yeah, go to the microfiche Woody Woodpecker section. goes west. Yeah. Go to the section. Woody Woodpecker of the Klondike. <laughs> go to D for Dostoevsky. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So as a millennial expert, what do you feel like the takeaway? What do, what do people need to know? What do the young kids need to know about Woody Woodpecker? 
Well, ultimately, I think the best the best way to understand anyone is to develop empathy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so for millennials like myself right. who lack my breadth of knowledge. Sure. You know, sure, I know a lot about the culture of those who went before me. Uh, I'm not – I'm a millennial myself, so sh- do I know a lot about where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Yes, I do. Uh, do you want to talk about Rockapella with me? I can uh, but if you want to talk to me uh, about something from the 1950s, like Woody Woodpecker, I'm capable of doing that. I go all the way back to Foxy Grandpa, as we've learned on sure. this program. Hmm. So I think the first thing a kid needs to know about Woody Woodpecker, as good as Bugs Bunny. I think that's that baseline. You, hey, Bugs Bunny, you probably know he's great. One would hope Woody Woodpecker. You probably know him from, as good, and that is true specifically because they know him from Space Jam. In, right. <laughs> in which he's not that good. Space Jam is not a good movie. It's not his best work. And Woody Woodpecker is not that great either. So, like, a solid B minus <laughs> for Bugs Bunny and Space Jam and Woody Woodpecker overall. What do you th- why do you think this was the year of Space Jam nostalgia? I c- well, As a millennial expert. Yeah. What's your take on it? I'm the, now, we want to hear your take. Time That's to right. sound off. I don't profess – I speak for millennials. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I am a millennial. Right. No, clearly. But I don't necessarily – it's not my job to know everything about every in and out of millennials. <laughs> Just enough to speak for them as a generation. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes – well, here's the thing. I spoke out against Space Jam recently, mm-hmm. um, which was very controversial, not least because – on, f- uh, on, on what forum? Uh, in the f- uh, a website called Twitter. Okay. Oh, mm. Um, and I've heard of that. you know our our friend Griffin McElroy. I hear that's the, a great place to get your news. It is mm-hmm. uh, a friend of ours named Griffin McElroy from the mm-hmm. uh, McElroy Brothers podcast. My brother, my brother, sure. and me of MaximumFun.org. Mm-hmm. He's been a vocal supporter of uh, Space Jam, and in fact, has written himself into Space Jam mm-hmm. um, in a series of fictional exploits. Um, and. That wasn't what bothered me. What bothered me was uh, a link to an oral history of Space Jam. <laughs> now, I don't like oral histories that much to begin with sure. because I feel like they're uh, like they're for people, they're for transcriptionists, transcription enthusiasts, and the job of the oral historian who Let's face it, the oral historian who's writing for BuzzFeed or whatever, not mm-hmm. the Studs Terkel doesn't have this issue. But <laughs> the 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 uh, average oral historian, his job is to transcribe and then uh, put in chronological order. Sure. My main problem with oral histories is that you read the whole thing and at the end you don't get to eat any pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> I had my goggles on. So I don't. I don't want to hear an oral history of of that. You're too busy eating pussy. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm Woody Woodpecker nose deep in this. Okay. And so, so here you are. So someone said, has, someone like, has forced you to read you know, oral a lot history. Of, can I just, I offer, a, can I just <laughs> offer a quick oral yeah. sex tip? Yeah. A lot of times mm-hmm. you'll hear when performing oral sex on a woman, use your – Use your tongue to spell out the alphabet. You guys, right. Have you guys heard this? Sure. A, B, C, and so on. Sure, exactly. Uh, yeah. The English <laughs> alphabet, I should clarify. Not the Chinese one. Right. That'll take you all night. Uh, or, or Spanish with the double L. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And the Enye. <laughs> um, Although the Enye, well, that could work. Yeah. I say, like Woody Woodpecker, when you're down there, use your tongue to make the MGM logo. 
Oh. oh. So like a... Well, yes, and then make a lion sound. Hopefully you can time it with her blasting for maximum effect. So I spoke out against Space Jam because I don't, I don't, you know, look, fuck Space Jam. That's my position on Space Jam. Now, millennial expert. I just don't, I don't, it's not, I don't want to hear any more about Space Jam. Mm. Just like I don't want to hear any more about Boy Meets World. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's fine that we, I watched Boy Meets World too. Mm It it was not very good, notably good. It's not like it was shitty, but who cares? We're grown ups now. You know, that's my feeling about that. Sure. And, and you and you would certainly sp- never be nostalgic for no, your exactly. childhood. But I no. mean, but what I'm saying, <laughs> why is, would one? <laughs> what I'm saying is, there's a difference between uh, being, my childhood and someone else's childhood. Yeah. Being fond of mine was good. <laughs> Yours was bad. Something meritorious. <laughs> Right. Sure. There's there's some value to something that look, if somebody wants to come up to me and talk to me about uh I don't know uh whether the Muppet movie or something. Mm-hmm. Like the Muppet movie doesn't mean that much to me personally, but uh I recently watched the Muppet movie. It's great. It's mm-hmm. really fun. I mean, it's for kids, sure. but it's a it's really it's a great thing. I say we celebrate the Muppet movie and remember <laughs> fondly the Muppet sure. movie. Um I guess I was under the impression that people were talking about Space Jam because it was bad. That they kind of liked how it's both. how good it was, or they liked w- how bad it was. It's both at once. Okay, and I don't. I also don't like people playing both sides of the fence that way. Sure, mm. uh, it's like people. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't like people playing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I wasn't saying you can't have fond childhood memories of it or whatever. I think it just had run its course. We're done with Space Jam, is what I said. Sure. I don't remember move how on got into this. Oh, <laughs> to Chuck, the question is... Move on to Sidekicks, the movie where a child dreams of fighting ninjas with Chuck Norris. The question the question ultimately was, why are people interested in Space mm-hmm. Jam? Well, how did this yeah, become why, the year of Space Jam? Although I guess, Jam? you know, I guess I could probably answer that myself. I think it's when you see one parody, you think of a parody, and then you do it. That's, yeah, probably, no, as, that's probably as simple as, as it is. I mean, I think, uh, I think the Space Jam website still being up, that's about two or three years ago oh, now sure. that people yeah. talked about mm-hmm. that, that, that went around I've seen at least internet. two or three like basketball analytics takes on like mm-hmm. Marvin the Martians like fade away yeah <laughs> there you go Nate DeMeo's got the Grantland angle over <laughs> sure, there yeah, yeah. I think the just in general the explosion of Grantland slash uh, you know uh, what is what's our uh, basketball friends with the funny names you know you know the guys I'm talking about <laughs> your basketball about. friends with the funny the names the Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> Marvin the Martian <laughs> <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn? Who do you mean? The who until, Those are the only basketball friends I care about. The gentleman who until recently ran that uh, 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 basketball website uh, that had a funny name and they all had funny names. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I'll I think, wish I would. I'll think I wish I could say it. I, I read their book and I, I loved it. Um, but uh, anyway, I just uh, – I think people are into it because wh- who greenlit this? Right. Oh yeah, I mean it is. Yeah, it's so crazy if you. No, it's absolutely, it for sure. and it's also it, it is. It, you know, Space Jam the movie. Um, 
the minute, you, I mean, the description itself, like the TV diet description itself, has one laughing once. Yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> and it included Michael Jordan exactly. coming back from. Uh, I've never from even seen it, but I, I guess I haven't either. I'm wondering. Funny. I'm trying to remember if I've actually seen it or if I just kind of know what it's about. I think anyway. the, the one thing that is really distinctive to me about Space mm-hmm. Jam, besides that it has Michael Jordan in it, and you're like, why is Michael Jordan and in it, this movie? He's terrible at being in movies. And I can dream, I can fly, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I believe I can fly, I which can is, fly. I mean, that's another thing that I think uh, white people's weird, ironic obsession with R. Kelly has Dovetail reared here. its sure. head over the last few years. Uh, I believe I can fly is a terrible fucking song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say that as a fan of some of R. Kelly's music, although not R. Kelly personally. Right. Um, but it's a f- I fucking hate that song. Um, but uh, the thing, it, the thing that I think is the worst transgression of Space Jam, is that uh, Looney Tunes is one of the best things. <laughs> it is so exceptionally good. Like all of those Looney Tunes, the the quote unquote classic Looney Tunes, and those characters. Like if you compare them to what they could be. Like as an adult, absolutely. If you think of what Mickey Mouse is or something, right? That's a pile of zero. No, where we, where I will join you on this train here is that there was that moment in the early '90s um, in which which everything became extremified, and you had these great characters who already had great shtick, and they had to sort of they had to become edgier, they had to become hipper, they had to connect with the kids, and suddenly, like even Foghorn Leghorn. Has his moment on a skateboard, (laughs) and that is very much at play there uh, on the hard courts of uh, whatever uh, space uh, basketball court. I mean, generally, my feeling is not that people shouldn't have fond memories of things from their childhood, even if they're dumb things from Mm -hmm. their childhood. Uh, I just, I just don't want to hear about it (laughs) that much. (laughs) You know what I mean? Sure, or see it linked to, and then not click that link. You don't want to know the link exists. <laughs> right, exactly. I don't want to know that other people are making I don't money have selling to, that. I don't want to have people. to scroll past this link quickly with my thumb. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, don't want to know that that's shit. where success Wait. lies. Jesse, have you been reading everything on Twitter? You know you don't have you to, You don't right? have to do it. You know you can, you can mute people now. <laughs> you can mute them. I think, um, but I think w- uh, w- our lives are connected with trying to amuse people on internet. Oh, what do you mean? That's what you guys have been up to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I definitely know how you feel. Of like, I think my something that I uh, will watch either per- uh-huh. you know, either kind of have to for work or on purpose is like a YouTube vlogger. Or sometimes I'll accidentally run up against that and the. You mean it, like, what do you mean you're, you're you're like in the streets like you'll run into <laughs> yeah what do you mean you know a lot of times I'll be searching for uh-huh. like on a Tokyo subway right exactly yeah. I'll be searching here's here's an example I'll be searching for gameplay video of a video game uh-huh. sometimes for work sometimes because I just want to watch a particular video game online and there'll be these there's these guys who make these bazillions of dollars sure. playing a video game and just kind of chattering while they do it. And that is a thing. I only know this because I follow producer Lindsay on Twitter. That's the only reason why I know yeah, this. Yeah, exists. sure, for sure. Right. And yeah, definitely I have a feeling like that. I think that, you know, a, a proper writer or a proper, proper culture critic probably has looking at BuzzFeed sure. is like looking at that guy jabbering playing video games and going, oh my God, he's successful. I still don't have health care. <laughs> and I mean, I think there are, I mean, I think as somebody who majored in culture studies, like, mm-hmm. I think it's entirely possible 
to have useful and interesting things to say about something mm-hmm. like Space Jam. Um, I just worry that that it, that's not what's happening. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I honestly like it's funny. Like it, it's it's interesting that you brought up that people talking over video games thing. Like I, I met a guy who makes people talking over video games videos, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, and I was just kind of like, huh, what an interesting thing. You know, like, yeah. totally didn't bother me at all. Like, maybe it was because I didn't, don't watch those or something. But I was like, huh, what a funny thing. <laughs> that. But it, I think just because it didn't feel like it was uh, taking food off my plate. For sure. I will watch one of those and become <laughs> so angry I will have to lie down in another room. Because <laughs> 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 I'm like, he's not even saying anything funny. And you don't talk while you play – talks while they play a video game. This is so artificial. He's just yelling. You don't say shoot, shoot, shoot when you're shooting. Like, I will get so mad. And yeah, I'll have to like turn off the lights Mm -hmm. and like lay under the bed. Yeah. I want to make sure to mention something that transpired uh, two minutes ago that Mm -hmm. I left unsaid because the train was rolling. Sure. We were running a train on a particular topic. You alluded... (laughs) Uh, you, Nate, alluded to the fact that uh, our producer, Lindsay, uh, will often uh, – she she does a thing where she'll play a video game and talk while she's doing it live. I, that's that that's what I assume, yes. And I think she watches people do it too. Right. But when you mentioned Lindsay doing that, she did a dance. <laughs> she <laughs> she did. fully like lifted her butt out of her chair. Yep. Like she didn't stand completely up, with her, but her her booty was no longer touching the seat. And then she mm. she was doing a fist right. pumping, roof raising dance because Le- she was so excited, excited about, about the prospect. Lindsay, the, I'm the I, League of Legends. Would I be didn't discussed. I didn't mean to offend. I'm sure your Hearthstone videos are great. <laughs> I'm sure you have an impressive deck. Lindsay is <laughs> Lindsay is all and about, your cards are probably pretty good too. Am I right, fellas? Lindsay is all about League of Legends, which is a video game that she explained to me, and I think. As I understand it, it's sort of like a halfway between a fighting game and like a Warcraft type game. Mm-hmm. And um, I, reading her Twitter feed, which, by the way, exclusively about League of Legends, <laughs> exclusively about League of Legends. Sometimes she gets um, ice cream with her husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they probably talk about legal legends. <laughs> she, uh, she, like the things that she writes in a given tweet have so little meaning to me. <laughs> like I feel like I don't think anyone has felt this way since Grandpa's in 1992. It's it's like, L- like no. It- it's like looking into like an alternate reality. Like, like what, 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 are the, what do these words mean? How are I they assembled? I really don't know what the word. Like, I know. It's not just that I'm like. And wait, and wait, I feel like one thing that needs to be my eyes. One thing that needs to be established here for for listeners is that Lindsay and her ice cream eating husband are. That lovely, sounds like a, that sounds like a racial slur. Dynamic, her ice cream eating husband. <laughs> they're, they're attractive, like dynamic, uh, you know, young people. Sure. And who who anyone would want to sit down and have a beer with? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. However, this League of Legends is baffling to me. Can I? Can I? I'll interject with my experience with League of Legends. Yeah. Now I play. I play a lot of video games. Do you know? I like them a lot. Sure. I, I keep up with the biz. Mm-hmm. I read video game websites every day. Every uh, day. I, you get I, a subscription to Nintendo Power. Yeah, Nintendo Power. <laughs> He's wearing game his power Pro, glove right electronic now. Electronic Gaming Monthly. I hang out at Electronics Boutique. <laughs> um, Babbage's. Babbage's. Sure. <laughs> Comp USA. Right. You know, gamer hotspots. Sure. Um, 
Uh, and now I, I like I, – I play a lot of video games mm-hmm. uh, and uh, before I got the job I have now, I was just doing a lot of freelance web writing and some of it was about video games. Ah. So I got kind of on a list and I would just get – you know, offered for either you know, kind of extended jobs or one-off jobs, where you know a little bit of humor needed to be injected into something about video games. Sure. And this was uh, at the height of my watching a guy chatter over video games videos and then getting mad about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the League, of, the League of Legends people uh, got my email through friends of friends, uh-huh. and they're like, "Hey, the king and queen, the king and queen, right. <laughs> yeah." Um, and they said we we run a, a there's like a competitive video element of this and we need people to write chatter for the hosts wait a competitive video like like people competing in the video games or the actual like people are judging videos about the video games <laughs> no yeah people playing the game against each <laughs> as, other as predicted by Nostradamus in 1520 yes <laughs> uh, no they just need it like so they people play the game against each other sure south korean people mostly uh-huh. and, and lindsay and lindsay yeah lindsay south korean isn't she yeah, she's nodding yes. Uh, and they have, like like in a sporting event, they have two guys. They have a, an analyst guy and a color mm-hmm. guy, and they, you know, banter while this sure. is happening. Uh, I have never played this game, but I'm like, okay, what? Well, how hard can it be? I'll figure it out. Right. So I sat down and just watched some of these videos, and I'm like, yep, nonsense. Not <laughs> don't get, I don't understand. <laughs> like, it's like how I would feel. I feel like that analogy is like, um, you know, like I like sports mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I can follow all of the major American sports, sure. you know, reasonably well. And I can even f- follow relatively minor sports in the United States, like a soccer. Sure. And I know what's going on right. in a soccer game. Like I don't know the strategies, but I, I know what's happening. Uh, but if you put me in front of a, a cricket match, sure, mm-hmm. I'm just looking at nonsense. Yeah, that's exactly like, it. That's, why do yes. they have those giant legs? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking to myself. I've done both. I've done. I've done that and sat down for a cricket match for Grantland to try to figure out if I can <laughs> figure out what it was. And it's and it is baffling. But it is not as baffling as League of Legends. <laughs> and because so, I like, is it is it a league comprised of legends? Like for instance, like if like, well, no, it's a, it's a, I thought it was a measure of distance, like twenty thousand <laughs> leagues. Under the sea. That's right. Like you stack was... three legends up and you have like a <laughs> – Yeah. I don't know. Uh, a shack. So who knows? Yeah. There's champions. When a new champion comes out, that's a big deal. Really? Oh, you mean like like, like – Here's some of the, the information I've like gleaned. Like John Henry who worked on the – Yeah, the yeah. Don, it's John Henry, Pecos Bill, <laughs> uh, Babe the Blue Ox. <laughs> like champions of uh, the America, American folktales. That's right. Uh, Br'er Fox, Br'er right. Rabbit. Woody Woodpecker. Uh, I don't love using them. It's a little racially uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they're very powerful, good spells, uh, good yeah. distance characters. Sure. It's best to play with Uncle Remus. Just go straight <laughs> to the source. <laughs> be the most racist character possible. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's Legends of the American uh, West, basically. Well, and they're going this. on various quests. And they have shootouts, right? Yeah, like shootouts, and the, but a lot of them will just get dysentery. It's like that game. <laughs> it is not a very fun game. It's like, it's like Oregon Trail. Play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of Oregon Trail. <laughs> Oh, this whole time I thought it was like one of those games where you go to the arcade and you pay fifty cents instead of a quarter, but you get a gun oh, sure. and you get to shoot people outside hey, you're thinking of a saloon. Of Virtua Cop, okay, or Mad Dog McCree. Mad Dog, McCree. Mad Dog McCree. <laughs> I was thinking of Mad Dog McCree. Area Fifty One. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go.
Max Fun listeners, I'm Dave Holmes. And if you've ever laughed at the Brits for the way they say schedule or Americans for the way we keep seeing Jesus in our food, this is the show for you. International Waters, a transatlantic panel game that pits comedians in London and comedians in Los Angeles against each other in a deadly Skype-based pop culture battle royale. Every two weeks, or fortnightly, as they say in Britain, like they're better than us. Find it in iTunes or at MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, girl reporter. Nate DeMeo in the hot seat. Is this the hot seat? They're all pretty hot seats. Mm -hmm. When you got posteriors like these ones. Am I right, boys? (laughs) 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 Who knew we could lower the level of discourse? (laughs) Um... Uh, Jordan, I want to talk to you about something. Sure. Right now, mm-hmm. as we record this, you're at Burning Man. Mm-hmm. Have I got that timeline correct? Yes, and <laughs> I found a way to transcend time and space. <laughs> I uh, ate a handful of something given to me by a man with a braided beard. <laughs> and now I can simultaneously be on the playa in my chill-out hole and here with you in the studio. Wait, you dug a chill-out hole like a dog that's hot at the dog park? Yeah, I mean that right. and, uh, you know, I mean I do other stuff like, in there Just Woody Woodpecker that shit. Just exactly, to... yeah. It's shaped like the MGM logo. Yeah, that that would that's a good thing to swap on the playa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Acorns. Sure, acorns. Or just like some time in my chill-out hole. Right. Like, let's say... Get in here with me, guys. Let's say you're a guy, you're at Burning Man, mm-hmm. you've got berries... You've got dried deer meat, yeah. and you want to make pemmican. <laughs> You're going to find somebody yeah. that's got some acorns. Right. And if if you have to trade some magic mushrooms or some shelter or right. a hand job or whatever some time it is. Some time in the chill-out hole. You're going to do whatever you got to do to close the deal on those acorns Put so you can make that pemmican. Pemmican yeah. for your Thank ramekin. You. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Jordan, uh, next week on the program, yeah. we're going to hear all about uh, we're going to hear all about Burning Man. Yeah, I mean, the shit I can remember, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I fought, buddy. <laughs> Man, you should really... I think your your farts are too frequent. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're awful. They're painful, too. That's what you don't know. It's like there's bees coming out. You should talk to Dr. Rhinoplasty. <laughs> <laughs> to get my <laughs> fart hole widened. <laughs> I know you mainly work it's on veritable. Is, it's a veritable League of Legends. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a League of Legends in my pants. Somebody needs to rope the twister in my oh, pants. God. <laughs> Need to make room for, for a real babe the blue ox. Exactly. I know, right? <laughs> okay. Back on track. I'm a steel driving man. Track. So um, la- last we spoke. <laughs> Casey is at Casey <laughs> right. is at the bat, my friends. So next week we're going to hear no about no joy in Mudville. Okay. Next week we're going to hear about your trip to uh, the uh, to the playa mm-hmm. and uh, your sure. goggles, yeah. mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. army blanket, mm-hmm. all that shit. Yeah. This week though, I heard that you made what may be an even more thrilling trip. Sure. Uh, to Six Flags. <laughs> well, actually, they were kind of re- the Burning Man and Six Flags are kind of related. Really? Uh, oh. First, mm. have you guys been to either Magic Mountain? In California or a Six Flags? I have been to Magic Mountain in California, and I feel like I've also been to Six Flags Great Adventure in 
in New Jersey area. I've been to Great America ah, sure. in the San Francisco mm-hmm. Bay Area, but I think it was before it was technically a Six Flags. Mm. Oh, did so it, I don't it, know how that was, falls into Yeah, your... I just just kind of curious. I wanted to know what your guys' frame of reference for yeah, it no, was. Yeah, no, we get it. Nate, where did you grow up? What was your nearest I grew up in Flags? Rhode Island. My okay. closest, I guess, was uh, Six Flags, uh, whatever I just said. <laughs> but, I mean, your whole life was an adventure. Absolutely. New England. New and improved England. It was sure. remarkable. Lobster rolls. Lobster rolls. Quahogs. Sweaters. Leaves. Oh, it's incredible. The leaves. Mm-hmm. Mills. That's right. A lot of mills around there. Barn. Yep, exactly. A barn. The, the, uh, there, there was one barn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would all drink out behind it. Sure. Oh, really? The whole state. That's Cider. kind. Of, that's kind of <laughs> <laughs> the whole state would just cram it by this one. It's true. Yeah. Uh, and you'd just be like. We have two senators. We have two senators. <laughs> you were so excited. You had the same number of senators as actual states. Exactly. <laughs> two senators, one barn. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that web video. <laughs> it's weird that the senators eat poop. <laughs> so you went to uh... – uh, So yeah. So I, uh, I was I'm just kind of like frantically looking around for other people that were going to Burning Man because I uh, am kind of going by myself and I was sure. starting to become afraid. Uh-huh. That, uh huh. That I would not be able to handle myself. Is, did we or did we already establish whether like uh, whether any of our like Jordan Jesse Go pals are going? Uh, Who do we don't we know anyone? There that must goes? be someone who goes. To I'm Burning sure Man. Jenny goes. Did you ask her? No, I haven't asked her. I should. Maybe you should check with her. She seems like she'd go. Well, here's who I. Uh, well, we do. Well, here's 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 what I found out. Our uh, buddy who's been on the show a couple of times, Andy Wood, is going this year. He has never gone before, oh. so it's his first time going. So I gave Wood an email. I'm like saying, hey, I'm going to go back by the Army Surplus store. Do you mm-hmm. want to come with? He said, yeah, I do want to come with. But also before we go, do you want to go to Six Flags? <laughs> <laughs> I guess he kind of on an impulse bought a season pass and you get all these sure. bring a friend passes that were about to expire. So he's like, do you want to go and just like ride, ride four rides and then go to the Army Surplus store? I said, yes, I would like to do that. Indeed. Uh, and he's, yeah, he's kind of a cool, it was kind of a cool thing because he's always one of those guys that I like, I see around and I always like talking to him. And he's, he seems he's, like a guy who's up for an adventure. He's totally up for an adventure. He runs triathlons. So, uh, yeah, so I'm like, oh, what a fun way to like casually hang out with this guy that I've liked sure. hanging around in the past. Uh, so, yeah. Take your relationship to the next level. Yeah, right. by going to Six Flags together. Mm-hmm. Right, and then Burning Man. Yeah, and then finger-blasting each other on the log <laughs> Adult friendship turns out to be exactly the same as romance when you're a junior in high school. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, we held hands. It was a and big And then deal. we went down to the chill-out hole. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so we went to Six Flags. I had gone there as a kid um, to Six Flags Magic Mountain, and, you know, it has the reputation of having the – like this is where like if you like roller coasters, this is where you go. You right. know, these aren't this ain't the teacups. This ain't it's a small <laughs> world. This is for thrill junkies. Right. This is this is Tomas Mons, yeah. Six Flags Magic Mountain. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um so I'd been as a kid and I was kind of like, oh yeah, this was like the rides were really scary. Um and yeah, and uh, but I had not I have not been in a long time. And I have but the music parts I have been to, like I've been to um uh, Disneyland a couple of times sure. in the past couple of years. Uh I've been to Universal Studios. And uh, so I'm like, okay, well, I've you know, I've you, feel, done you feel like you things. can handle this. I can, yeah, I can go. Right. To, I can go to an amusement park. Sure. Uh, the rides at Six Flags, the new rides are so fucking terrifying. Like I, I realized that every time I've been on a roller coaster in my recent life, I've been like faking it. I've been like mustering mm. up fear and enthusiasm where there was none. Like it was like. If I was running the Matterhorn or something, I'd right. be like, oh, I'm whoa. scream. Look whoa, at me. Whoa. Whoa. Right. Whoa. But on these fucking Six Flag rides. I feel like I was on the ride with him. I was 
shrieking in terror and like swearing, like just going fuck, fuck, ah, like I mean, if there were kids around, I was just screaming cunt next to a kid because <laughs> I was so scared on these Six Flag rides. Uh, yeah, where did we ride? We rode something called. Oh, boy. It's got a super generic name. Uh, it's something like, like Terminal Velocity or something like that. <laughs> uh, and the weird part about this ride is that before you go in, they – like in line, uh, they they play just this inspirational montage of heroes. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a League of Legends. Yeah, exactly. But this is like showing firemen and like, you know, Shaq. military guys. Well, yeah, but like, like people to look up uh, real to. Real heroes, OK. So, yeah, somehow equating this roller right. coaster trip you're about to take with – like being a better person or like – I guess it's like grabbing life Service. by the balls. Sure. Well, the thing is it's like if you're Universal Studios, you have all these universal properties that you have sure. access to. Exactly. Water world, <laughs> for instance. If you're Disneyland, you can make everything Absolutely. From goofy, Spider-Man to Star Wars, the whole thing. I Whereas if you're Six Flags, mm-hmm. what do you got? Well, the – I don't know. Great America when I was a kid. They had a part where people walked around dressed as people from Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so you're really you're, – you're digging through the bottom of the barrel. Right. If you get an like action like Jackson-themed ride, sure. <laughs> you should be grateful. Well, like something, that, uh, something that Six Flags has is they have DC superheroes. Ah. So there's a couple. There's a Green Lantern ride, which is fucking terrifying. Sure. Um, but not as bad as watching the Green Lantern movie. Am I right? Hey, here's to you, sir. <laughs> Um, but and there's a Lex Luthor ride. Uh-huh. It's called Lex Luthor's Drop of Doom, and okay. it's just one of these where you sit in a thing and it goes up really high and then just drops. Now, what does that have to do with Lex Luthor? Well, here it's you know what more than you might think. Okay. <laughs> um, well, do tell. Yeah. Well, th- the line is you going through Lex Corp. <laughs> okay. And the backstory uh-huh. is you're helping Lex Luthor test a new something. A new carnival ride. A new carnival ride. <laughs> so you're you, you, so wait. So you are you all you are. Already, by being in this line, you are already made uh, complicit in the crimes. Yes, exactly. One of the greatest villains of all time. Yeah, exactly. Is there also a Pol Pot theme? (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Um, (laughs) It just has a big sign at the beginning. Welcome to the Khmer Rouge. (laughs) And then you're just on a swing for some reason. (laughs) Hard to say how it it fits. Uh, So the Lex Luthor ride is attached to a previously established Superman ride. So Hmm. the Superman ride is this kind of cart and it's – like on an incline and it goes up very high and then kind of swoops down sure. this incline. The Lex Luthor ride is kind of uh, uh, soldered onto the side of the <laughs> Superman ride. <laughs> and it goes <laughs> – none of this sounds safe, right? Uh, and the Superman – so you go up mm-hmm. in this seat and you reach the top and then Lex Luthor's voice comes on. Uh, As portrayed by whom? Because I yeah, know? I don't know. I guess I just assumed it was him. Gene it's not Hackman. Gene Hackman. Yeah, uh, gotta, Kevin Spacey, everybody's favorite right. Lex Luthor. Got to figure it's probably just Patrick Warburton, right? <laughs> hey, it's, it's usually just Patrick. it's me, Lex Luthor. <laughs> hey. hey, it's Superman. Hey, I'm, uh, hey. I'm evil. I'm evil. <laughs> and Lex Luthor says, "Like, uh, <laughs> hey, get a load of my ball tank." <laughs> um, and Lex Luthor says something at the top. It just booms out. He's like, you know. You have now reached the height of your pathetic life. And then it drops. Really? Uh, so, you know, what are, this could be called anything. This could be called <laughs> the, the, you know, the dropper. or the, Right. As it usually is, the free fall. Sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Exactly. But I guess here's the metaphor is that what's the central conflict of Lex Luthor is that he's jealous of Superman and he's built this empire because he knows he can never be as great as Superman. Sure. And, you know, he's always he's, – he's grasping for a brass ring that he can never reach. Uh, 
it being soldered onto the side of the Superman ride, he's trying to get as high as the Superman ride, but can't mm. quite do it. Wait, so, so is this too, is this a shittier version of the Superman ride? Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, it's a shittier version of the Superman ride. My which line's is shorter. The light is shorter. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway. Wow. That what? doesn't sound super fun. Did you get, did you get ill? Uh, I, no, I did not get ill. Um, you eat any corn dogs? Oh, I got a frozen lemonade. Soft frozen lemonade was very good. That does sound good. Um, I get ill on everything. Hmm. I am feeling a little queasy right now. I might as well be. Just hearing about a ride? Yeah. You know, some of it it is like, you know, like uh, this sort of like vision thing that I have going on. And I think also supposedly as you become an older man uh, in particular, there's like the lining in your like ears starts to like – Dissipate. There's something in mm. that that like messes with your balance. So I'm I'm impressed that yeah. a man here over 24, <laughs> 25, yes, exactly, I'm 32, could could hang with that because because I like I I literally can't even yeah. like I step near there I, I start to pass out. Yeah, I mean I went on the roller coaster one time in uh, Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is the most terrifying thing I've ever mm. done in my entire life. I only did it because. Uh, there was this beautiful exchange student that I was there <laughs> talking to. And then I, somebody said to me, like, it's only scary the first time. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go on this fucker again as long as there's this beautiful exchange student here. <laughs> sure. I'm going to do this. I went as, long as, as, long as, as long as you could have a safety bar, crush <laughs> your boner. <That's> right. <laughs> I think I hated it more the second time than I did the wow. first time. And then I'm like, from here on out, it's bumper cars for me. And it's only gotten worse. Like when I was a teenager, they invented uh, Indiana Jones. Uh-huh. At the right, right, right. And I went on Indiana Jones and it was fine. It was no big deal. <laughs> and then recently I went on Indiana Jones maybe three years ago or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, oh, oh, it turns out I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm out completely. I'm done. I'm out of the game. You're not riding anything. I'm hanging up my cleats. Sure. You're supposed to wear cleats, right? Uh, I mean, you can. Okay. So you got to dig in. But what was the end of the date? Uh, the end was, was less going to the Army Surplus Store. Nice. Yeah. Uh, a, one funny thing happened at the Army Surplus Store. So uh, it's being run by a very traditional Army Surplus Store employee. This sure. Is kind so of a, a wild-eyed – One-armed. Yeah. <laughs> flag purple people eater. <laughs> right. um, just kind of this wild-eyed guy, just fucking – just horrible open herpes sores, <laughs> uh, you know, like balding in the craziest way possible, sure. like patchy. It's like, oh, this is this is – a drug did this to you somehow. Like this isn't natural. It's just like crazy and sticking up. And and I was asking him about the um, headlamps. I guess for Burning Man, you need a headlamp so you don't get you know run over by an art car at, right, <laughs> at night, <sure>. uh, <laughs> killed by a Volkswagen bug covered in Happy Meal toys. Uh, what a way to go. Uh, so I'm ta- I'm asking him about these headlamps, and he's like he's taking me through the head. He's like, okay, well, this one uh, has uh, 35 brightness units. Uh, this is made in America. His one has uh, 40 brightness units made in China. Like telling me where they're all made, like as if right. I'm a guy who has opinions about that, sure. like he clearly does. And he's just kind of taking me through these things and uh, just, this one's made here and, you know, he'd take it out of the package and she's like, you know, this got a clasp here and this, this won't this won't fasten. So you're going to – this is bullshit right here, you know, and just – and then <laughs> this very faint music is playing and uh, something starts and it's something from Monty Python Live at the Hollywood Bowl. It's, I think it's them singing. It's something. It might be uh, Look on the Bright Side of Life sure. or something like that. And he stops and he takes – he listens and he's like – well, that's what you get when you set your Pandora station to Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves Weird Al. That's the best tip he could have given you, yeah. too. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, exactly. I will put Weird Al in the Pandora. You. Yeah, eventually you never know get... what you're going to get. Anyway, I bet. But so you, so you, are you, so you feel you're totally outfitted. You have, you have your headlamp. Yeah, I have my headlamp. You have uh, some sort of shovel to dig your uh, your hole. Yeah. Um, spade, maybe. Spade, mm-hmm. a shovel or a spade. Uh, pickaxe. Let's get David Reese on the line. <laughs> <He'll tell us. laughs> I got That's both. Right. Babe I got the both. Ox yeah, yeah. Yoke with. Uh, no, it's nice. I actually, I actually have had some more success with finding a place to stay. So I think I'm feeling good. About what are you looking at? A yurt? Uh, I think it's a dome. They said I'm asked. They said well, you can stay with us. We have a sleeping dome. <laughs> oh, uh, these... uh, you know that's just a thing that they put over your head and that goes down on your shoulders and then gas <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so who are these people uh, oh, I don't know if they well, should I say the name of their well, thing no you can just tell me who they are you can say they're just random people that emailed you that oh yeah random people, people. Yeah, I, their, their name of their thing is very funny and I kind of want to say it but I also maybe don't know if you're supposed to say I don't know the rules of these things no these are just some nice uh, some nice listeners I've met once or twice who live in the Pacific Northwest excellent yeah. Yeah. look at this delightful folks wow. I like it I'm excited about this Jordan I'm so excited that we're going to Burning Man yeah going to be a Do lot I of fun. Do I need to get anything? Now nah, you're fine. Okay. Just bring whatever. <laughs> right. That's what they say. I got You I have got, a nice duffel bag, right? I got MREs. Yep. Right. That's meals ready to meals eat. Meals ready mm-hmm. to eat. I got uh you got those tablets you put in your pee and then you can drink it. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that's how those Aspirin, tablets yeah. work. Yeah. Those are a scam. You can just drink pee. <laughs> okay. Those are <laughs> Thank you. Right. And uh I got a handgun. Perfect. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so those... for murders. <laughs> <laughs> well, once things get dark, there's there's very few lights out on the playa. You got to fire That's... just for light. <laughs> just the light that a handgun gets off. <laughs> <laughs> muzzle. Yeah. The muzzle flash. The flash. <laughs> the Berettas. Can I? What's what's going on? I dropped my goddamn wallet again. <laughs> uh, I will say this. I will say this. I don't know if this is this is revealing too much, and if it is, I apologize um, to these nice nice people. But I was. Um, they sent me a um, Google Doc that they had going of, like, who's bringing what. Sure. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of going – and, you know, so they have an item and then you can, you know, go down and find your name and check if you're bringing it. And um, so, you know, it was, like, very practical stuff. It was, like, it, you know, it was, like, uh, blankets, uh, water, camping equipment, TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the sleeping dome. Maybe. That would be great. It's true. Sleeping a real TARDIS. I know. You'd want the TARDIS to be horizontal, though. That's true. Because the real question is how many Burning Man attendees can you get into a TARDIS? Right? <laughs> yeah, it's like an old 1920s college prank. <laughs> okay. Can, well, oh. Yeah, go ahead. One more, are, we, are we running over time? No, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. I noticed yeah. Six Flags mm-hmm. has a water park attached to it. They do. Six Flags Hurricane Hurricane Harbor. Harbor. It's like being in a harbor yeah, in a hurricane. during a hurricane, which is hilarious. <laughs> That's what everyone wants. They're just like boats smashing up yeah. against you. That's oh, so funny. Yeah, it's in, it's in California where we have no problem right. with hurricanes. You know, other places are like, oh, yeah, that right. ruins our city when that happens. Have <laughs> fucking fun on the bonsai pipeline, assholes. Thanks for killing my grandpa, jerk. <laughs> That's right. We will, ju- we will just take the water from the strawberry field and put it into our yeah, harbor. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy your churro on the lazy river. Um, but it looked really fun, Hurricane Harbor. You know, bad taste about the name aside. Can can a grown man without children go to a water park? Is that too weird? Thoughts? Absolutely not. If you're with, if you're with something, <laughs> if you're with someone else, yeah. No, I feel like I feel like you can. I feel like you could do it. 
Um, I do feel like a back should be shaved, mm-hmm. and B, I think you have to like go with like another m- multiple people because then when you have two guys, that's even creepier than yeah, one guy in a way. Sure. Is sure. two creepier than one? I don't know. It depends who the other guy because is. it's like you teamed up to be creepy. <laughs> the other guy is Steve. Exactly. Buscemi. The other it's guy is like Steve Buscemi. It's like point. right. It has that like who's the wingman sort sure, of yeah, implicit yeah. question. Mm-hmm. So I need at least three guys. I would say three guys. Steve Buscemi would be one. Mm-hmm. And a knife. Three men and a knife. <laughs> right. and, a right? little, and a little lady. And x-ray specs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you have enough shark tooth necklaces for all the people that you want to come? Oh, yeah. It just depends. you want Mako or Hammerhead? <laughs> <laughs> what tooth do you want? Because yeah, the last time we did it, the last time we went to the water park, you came with an actual Hammerhead shark's Head mm-hmm. on top of your head. Well, I just wanted people to know that I had slain it. Okay. <laughs> and that I now possess, on the lazy I river. Now possess its power. <laughs> the Lazy River was now free from hammerheads. Yeah. <laughs> what if there's just one shark? In there? <laughs> <laughs> one shark? That's their like, new promotion. There's one shark on one of the rides. That's right. One day a year. Yeah. Could be today. <laughs> we let him kill one guy and then we take him out. That's right. Is it going to be you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only head up Luther, the... no. <laughs> 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 okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Everybody already knows about my brother and my brother and me and advice show for the Modern Era every Monday on the Maximum Fun Network. So we're trying to up our profile with a summer concert series to reinvigorate interest. First up, a journey cover band. You booked destination? I did. I booked destination for $80. Don't miss the headliner. An indignant rusted root that refuses to play Sammy on my way. <laughs> <laughs> also, Shakira. And so much more every Monday. Also, we'll do the advice and stuff, the old classics. But then stick around for Gordon Lightfoot as he sings you away to Song Story Paradise. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Nate DeMeo in for Eric Holder. (laughs) (laughs) Here for Holder. Um... Because Look. secretary says hold for holder. <laughs>, Laughs every time. Yeah. That's like her – that's her private pleasure. That's right. It's what that gets... and the vibrator she keeps at her desk. <laughs> right. Those two things right. are his secretary's private pleasure. Um, look, momentous things happen across our country. Sure. And indeed across our world mm-hmm. every single day. It's true. Every hour, perhaps even every minute. <clears throat> Many of them happen to you, the Jordan Jesse Go listener. When they happen, you call us at our telephone number, 206-984-4FUN, and share them with us. Then we replay them to you in a segment called Momentous Occasions. Let's hear our first call for this week. Hey there, this is Tom calling from Denver. Um, I was just cruising uh, right through downtown, and I just saw a big uh, dildo. Hanging out in the middle of the street. It was about nine inches along, and um, it had balls. That was pretty cool. And it was just 
hanging out in the middle of the street, and cars were trying not to hit it. That's my moment this occasion. Do you think it's possible it was trying to cross the street, Frogger style? <laughs> yeah, it could be. It just uh, it got over on the back of a helpful turtle. <laughs> there is something. There's something funny about the exaggerated, oversized dildo, mm-hmm. especially if it's a little wobbly. Mm-hmm. If it's a wobbly style, sure. Yeah. There's something funny about it being like a penis, but not being a penis. Mm-hmm. Like it's just about the disc, the some, the medium size, small to medium size disconnect between penis and dildo. That's funny, especially when you see them in the wild yeah, just, <laughs> in their natural habitat, right. just out doing their just, thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. Yeah. yeah, I like the balls. That's nice. It is. It was a nice touch. It shows that it shows that someone put some effort into this. Yeah, thing. it's a dildo craftsman. This isn't a. This isn't a mass-produced, cheap, cash corporate grab. dildo made by GE. Probably made by some Chinese people. Yeah, thank in China. you. Thank you. I only use finally. Thank you. Dildonics. Thank you. Right. Finally. You artisan. <laughs> U S A D I L D O. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm imagining the scenario where the dildo gets in the middle of the street, and I'm. You know, I'm thinking about. Sure, I you mean, know, that's what happens anytime you run into any sort of like sex accoutrement in out out there yeah. in the world, like like the used condom, the condom box that ends up like on your front lawn somehow. Sure, like, yeah, yeah. And you're like, what went down here? Was this just simply thrown from yeah. from the the open roof of a of a Bugatti, or was this <laughs> most most likely a Bugatti? Exactly. <laughs> seems seems almost or from the back of a Ducati, back from a Ducati. Were it Bucati mm-hmm. or Ducati? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but ne'er the twain shall meet. <laughs> Robert Frost. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the thing. Like immediately, you see one of those things, and and it's there are stories and all yeah. of these things. I guess I'm imagining that scenario where, you know, the the angry girlfriend kind of throws all the cheating boyfriend stuff out on the lawn, <laughs> like his dildo, like his dildo. His take your shirts, take your record collection <laughs> that you won't shut up about, right. and your, take your, your old blue dildo. Hitty. Yeah, yeah. This big your purple veiny dildo. <laughs> Get out. Go with which you were cheating on me. Yeah, <laughs> I do find myself a soiled condom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does really tell a story? You d- because immediately what what I don't know what I find myself thinking is mm-hmm. not like two people were fucking in a car here right but just where the soiled condom sits two people were fucking right there mm-hmm. just standing over that yeah. spot. don't think it was tossed from the open roof of Bugatti I don't ever imagine it being tossed I don't or like ever falling out it. of a garbage bag or something no, or- I just picture wherever I spot a soiled condom and there's no shortage of them. Where I live, because mm-hmm. I happen to live in on a very quiet street on the side of a mountain, mm-hmm. right? The soil condom district, exactly. <laughs> well, in the teenage pot district, <laughs> sure. Often those two go hand in hand. Um, and I think, uh, I think, I see it on the ground, and I imagine it it shoots up, like you know, in Star Wars when she when uh, what's her name is saying, "Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi." Now, what is her name? <laughs> You know, like, what is her name? What is, yeah. what is the name of that iconic character? Uhura? <laughs> I think perhaps. 
Um, but when you know she shoots out of a thing, it's like a donut, like a donut machine on the right. ground. It's a donut machine on the ground. <laughs> you mean right. coming out of R two D two? So many. Oh, it is out of R two D two. In my, I was thinking that it was like a round thing that sat yes. on the ground, <laughs> oh, which yeah. I guess also sort of describes R two D two. So this right. isn't helping. The D is for donut machine. <laughs> uh, but I was imagining something that looked, uh, yeah, sure. But uh, sure. but you know what I mean, like yeah. a projecting up, mm-hmm. like right. a beam of light through the night, mm-hmm. like after September 11th when they shot the sure. lights up sure. from the. Sure. That's how I imagine Never the forget. people fucking yeah. is like a hologram coming out of the soiled condom <laughs> into the air, lighting up the night sky, right? <laughs> yeah, in the imaginations of children, exactly, or the ramparts we watched. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what day it was that I figured out what a, so- a soiled condom was. But it must have been a sad day, given the contents of the ground in my neighborhood growing <laughs> up. <laughs> like, I think but, they, but there is also the question, because, like, cause, you know, I'm not super squeamish, but that's fucking gross. And, it's so gross. And it's, a, and it's technically, like, a biohazard. Sure. <laughs> and there isn't – you can't just call 311 and have, like, the city come by and pick it up in the mm-hmm. same way that you could were it a, you know, decapitated, like, pigeon or something like that. I guess I, I guess soiled condoms for me most often – you know, creep into my life when I'm like in a park in the park. Griffith Park sure. has a lot of soiled condom action. I thought you just meant like when you're in a park fucking. Yeah, exactly. When I'm cruising, <laughs> yeah, I'm like ah, oh, somebody's already been fucking right. here. Ooh, what is crypt crept into my life? Can we move on just a little bit? Uh, I don't want to be in some other dude's territory. But yeah, I mean, I also like I'm like oh, that's gross. Like uh, you know, I'm trying to enjoy some fucking nature here. Right. But you know, I'm like you know what, this is part of a rich history. A rich cruising history. It's true. No, I, believe me. I, you know, the more the merrier. But that said, I also, sure. you know what I think about the dolphins? Yeah, because no one's picking that shit up, Thank and then you. it is going right into Thank the ocean. You, finally, and next thing you know, yeah, the dolphins are it's like a dolphin. They're ta- not procreating. It's a dolphin tail too. The dolphins aren't <laughs> procreating because instead of a robot a tail, a dolphin just right. has to get a soiled condom a removed condom from his prosthetic tail. It just yeah. My biggest, winter. That's God, my biggest that concern dolphin. is a decline in population caused by soiled condoms lodging themselves mm-hmm. on, on dolphin dorks. It's true. <laughs> Let's take our next call. Concern. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, esteemed guest. So I have a momentous occasion in honor of anal August. This last weekend, I let my girlfriend peg me for the first time, and it was pretty awesome. So I recommend uh, if you do that, give it a try if you've ever been thinking about it. Drink lots of vodka. Uh, that helped. And the best part of all, she let me return the favor. So it's pretty awesome all around. Hashtag August. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Uh, pegging per our close personal friend, Mr. Daniel Savage, mm-hmm. is uh, a straight dude taking it in the butt mm-hmm. from a strap-on on uh, his girlfriend. Sure. Now, when he says – I, I – she, I returned the favor. Did he strap on the yeah, dildo? I, think he I would like to think so. Strap on dildo, yeah. It's huh. true. Wait, wait, did he call from Denver? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Time is where's a flat that, circle. Where's that strap on? <laughs> Time is a flat circle. Yep. Um, well, congratulations. Yeah. That you know what like I like to think? Hmm. I like to think that here at Jordan Jesse Go, we're about, we're about, look, we're about a lot of things. Sure. Um, for instance, reaching for the stars. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Ever skyward. Mm-hmm. Um, Dreaming one can fly. Mm-hmm. We're about we're about various characteristics you can have the uh, the 
wings of the eagle and the <laughs> shit. What's our slogan? <laughs> the stick of the asp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think more than anything else, mm-hmm. we're about stimulating the prostate. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, when all is said and done, when the last dot is on the last sentence in our story, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope that it will say they helped America stimulate the prostate. And I like to I like to think that like this guy, you know, maybe if he and his girlfriend had never heard the show, maybe they still would have, you know, pegged. Sure. But more Sounds likely unlikely. this this guy hashtagged yeah. something referenced in a previous program. Yeah. It's anal August, by the way, right. Nate. It's our most sacred of holidays. <laughs> it's our Ramadan. <laughs> um <laughs> have you been fasting for anal August? Yes, yes I have. Um yeah, but I like to think that, you know, just because of the example that we set and the kind of like, you know, values that we like to exude that, right. uh, you know, maybe this is something that would have remained, you know, a, a dream they would have taken to the grave. Right. So like because right. of these guys and their right. great podcast. Right. Yep. And our positive, our sex positive attitude. Sure. And our butt positive attitude. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. We're about two things, sex <laughs> and <positive. laughs> Uh, that's fun. Good yeah. for you, sir. Yeah, way to go, guys. Congratulations. And good for your lady. I hope uh, she enjoyed her participation in both activities as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Please find a proper receptacle if anything needs to be disposed yeah, of don't afterwards. Just, don't just hurl whatever you used into the street. <laughs> there are dolphins or, out there. Uh, or drop, it off in a, drop it off <laughs> in right. a public park. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Nate DeMeo in for Taylor Swift. <laughs> you would probably know me as the Crimson Comet. Yeah, that's true. Fastest man alive. Mm-hmm. The fastest man alive. This, the sexiest suit alive. Mm-hmm. Got this sexy outfit. You can check out my uh, musculature. Mm-hmm. There was a kid uh, wearing, just a little tiny kid, like maybe a five-year-old kid, uh, wearing a full Spider-Man suit, including Spider-Man mask. Uh, sitting across from me at lunch today, uh, but I didn't notice until I stood up, and then there was just this tiny fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> like the Spider-Man mask technology has gone way too far. Yeah, That's really? my feeling about sure. spi- children's Spider-Man mask technology. So there were no slits. Like he was actually just like looking through he some just sort of screen. Looked like through some kind of screen, it just looked like Spider-Man. <laughs> it was really upsetting. I hated it. Ah. I like little kids wearing Halloween costumes. Yeah, I don't really have any problem with children the having in the world. Not, look, just... I'm not opposed to them wearing their things. It just freaked me out you think... because it looked like the real Spider-Man, but tiny. <laughs> no, Spider-Man's here to help you. It you wasn't be afraid a of rational of thing. Jesse, if you're in trouble, oh, hold on. Have if you you're in trouble, find Spider-Man. Sort of leave. Find a find a policeman. Find a teacher. Jordan. Find Spidey. No, See, no, no, that does not work in Hollywood. You may think that he's a man. I think he's a menace. Oh, you've been reading too much Daily Bugle. Well, of course I read the Daily Bugle. <laughs> it's the only newspaper worth reading. It titillates me. It's true. I love the photography of Spider-Man. Yeah. How does he get those shots? <laughs> He's he great shots. That's that ace, ace photographer Peter Parker. <laughs> He's true. a hell of a – I don't yeah. understand why he hasn't won a Pulitzer. Yeah. You know, but I'm bothered by the paywall. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> put up that paywall, that arrogant executive editor. Exactly. Yeah. J. Jonah Jameson. I just want to read if the Scorpion got him this time. <laughs> Um, it's been a great time to talk to you guys on Jordan Jesse Go this week. Our guest has been the great Nate DeMeo. Thanks for having me, guys. This is fun. It's been great, Nathaniel. Always a pleasure. Um, 
Uh, Nate, of course, is the host of the... Uh, What's the, that called? The podcast that honestly couldn't have a more different tone than this program. Mm-hmm. A show diametrically op- opposed in values. <laughs> in, it's true. In, in every way. It's true. In aesthetic. Yep. Morally. Um, the only thing I can tell you is that uh, uh, both of our shows, both Jordan mm-hmm. Jesse Go and Nate's program, The Memory Palace, are MP3s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are available in MP3 That's format. True. At Fraunhofer, sure. the Fraunhofer codec. We're both using the same <laughs> codec. <laughs> Um, uh, Nate's Nate's podcast, The Memory Palace, uh, which is um, a roughly monthly story told by Nate uh, through Nate's gift at um, storytelling uh, and writing and narration from from history that is way better than that description sounds. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful, moving, uh, often very funny, um, uh, elegiac. Uh, program that is MaximumFun.org's most popular show. A lot of people are very surprised mm-hmm. to hear that, but it's the truth. Um, beca- I mean, especially after they hear it. You know, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> really that one? Wait a second. <laughs> Hold <All right>. up. <laughs> Bring back the Woody Woodpecker guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Nate, it was a ple- it was a pleasure to have People you. People yell yelling at their uh, iPods like they were like variety shows. <laughs> Bring right. back the dancing girls. <laughs> That's right. You're uh, you're re- you really are the Eric Holder. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Of history. People in this room. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lindsay Pavlis on the board this week. Brian Fernandez in London, England. He's coming back soon. Great. We're going to get Sonny D back, Jordan. It's going to be amazing when he's back. Um, but then who will we make fun of for liking League of Legends? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we, we weren't uh, we were making, making fun No, of. no, we weren't making we fun were of. We weren't fascinated We were just by... saying it's dense. It's a dense, it's a dense we world. Were, world. I th- the most interesting thing to me about League of Legends and uh, Lindsay's posts about mm-hmm. League of Legends is the extent to which I have never f- so felt baffled by a technology thing. When I when I see when I see Lindsay's posts and when I see phrases spoken in this very room of people who make videos of the videos of uh, people playing League, League of Legends and commenting on them, I can only think of a time traveling Alexander Hamilton coming <laughs> forth and wondering what has come to this uh, come of this country. Let's be honest. Too much credit has been given. To Lap Threeper, mm-hmm. uh, one of the Reddit men in charge of our Reddit board, which is at reddit.com slash r slash maximum fun. Mm-hmm. Law Threeper has gotten fat and lazy. He's basking in his glory. He probably masturbates looking at pictures of himself at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that yeah. for sure, <laughs> but that's my assumption about Le Threeper. So this week, instead of thanking him, I'm going to thank the other moderators of the Maximum Fun Reddit. Dues, D U U S, and Seraptity. <laughs> so thanks to Seraptity and Dues from the bottom of my heart, Jesse Thorne. That's my Reddit name, Jesse Thorne. I picked a simple one. Seraptity. So, in summary, Thank you, Dues mm-hmm. and Seraptity. 
lap threeper masturbates looking at pictures of himself. Reddit.com slash R slash Maximum Fun. And forum.com. Forum.maximumfun.org is another great place to discuss it. Uh, lots of great discussions going on there and on the Jordan Jesse Go Facebook page. All sorts of fun places. You can so many discussions. You can chat about stuff. In all these different places, it's fun. You just all you have to you write a slash, you write another letter. Eventually, you will come on a, a place <laughs> where you can talk about maximum fun. How about this? I'd like to see people writing more slashes. You're talking about gay <laughs> fishing. <laughs> where yeah, you go slash fishing. I'd Absolutely. like to see yeah, more of that. Sure, that's fun. Nobody's ever written that before. We're the Kirk and Spock of podcasting. We are the Kirk and Spock of podcasting. I'm cold and rational. Mm-hmm. You're hot-headed. hot-headed, yeah. I'm a I'm a hot-headed ladies' man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What Star Trek guy do you want to be named? Um, well, who's who is the woman that came out of R two D two? Yes. <laughs> no, she came out of some kind of donut, donut maker. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what you're thinking about. Our theme music is Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design, and Light in the Attic Records. Our thanks to them. Um, Seriously, you got 10 bucks burning a hole in your pocket? Get it. Get that record because – get that Best of the Free Design Kites Are Fun record because it's a really beautiful record. And bizarre in the best way. Yeah. See my kite, it's green and white. Yeah. (laughs) Dancing in the distant light, I believe. Something like that. Um, it's a beautiful, it's a wonderful thing. I, re- I really w- love that stuff. Um, and we'll talk to you next time right here on, what's this? Princess Leia? <laughs> Princess Leia's donut hologram. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.